Welcome back to the Caps on Sports Podcast. My name is Tyler Blumenstick. Finally hosting another week, first time since week one. Nick hosted the last four weeks. Sam got some in there. Mano got a couple in there. But we're back. It's week 10. I'm live from Florida. Nick's live from New Jersey. Andy's live from New Jersey. we got a lot of games going on. We're missing Sam. He's working tonight. We're missing Mano. He's traveling somewhere. But uh, we've got the three of us today. How are you guys doing? Stick, how does it feel? How, how do you feel? I, w- I want the initial reaction because I know you heard that intro. I want the I want the reaction. It feels good to be back. I'll tell you that. No more nerves. We we worked through the through those uh, pre jitters right there. Yeah, we've done it enough times. Yeah, just don't get just don't get used to it. <clears throat> oh, just I'm gonna get used to it. I'll be back. I'll be back next week, week eleven. All right, you want to kick it off? Start with Thursday night. We got the Baltimore Ravens visiting the Miami Dolphins at 8.20 p.m. Miami Dolphins minus seven and a half. Total is 46. No picks on this game. Anything we want to mention? I don't know. We got the hook over there over the seven and a half. So aside from that, that's kind of enough to scare me away. Otherwise, I'd probably lean Baltimore. What about you guys? Yeah, the hook definitely sucks. Um, do lean Baltimore. I think Baltimore is going to kick the shit out of Miami. But uh, yeah. still, yeah, I, don't like, I don't really like betting Thursday nights. I'm going to end up throwing a bet on it. I'm going to tell you at 7.30 on Thursday night, I'm going to end up gambling on it. But I, I, I lean Baltimore. Lean Baltimore. No other reason than just because Baltimore is better than them. Okay. Um, all right. So, no – it's not worth wasting any more time on that one. Let's move on to Sunday at 1 p.m. First game on the 1 p.m. slate, we have the Atlanta Falcons visiting the Dallas Cowboys. we got the Cowboys at minus 8.5, total at 54.5. Uh, looking across the board, we got two picks on this. Mano is on Atlanta, and Andy also has a pick. I'm not going to give away what your pick is, but I will let you take the stage. Let's hear it. Yeah, I personally like Atlanta to cover in this game. I think Matt Ryan actually has somewhat of a hot hand. I guess the way that he's been playing the last couple of years, he may have never seemed to have a hot hand, but he did play relatively well last week. There's no answer for the ultimate athlete of Cordell Patterson. And I think that Dak is did not look good. The Cowboys didn't look good. Their defense is quick, but Matt Ryan, give me Matty Ice in this game all the way. All right. It's an interesting, interesting take. I mean, the Cowboys have definitely looked a little bit shaky, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. The Cowboys look bad for one game. I think they bounce back here, but eight and a half is big. I don't know if I would touch eight and a half. And it's because I would take the over. I mean, if the over is too strong, it's, it's, it's a lot of points. You know, they're going to go that's, back. That's a lot of points. You know, Atlanta's going to abandon the run early because they're not going to be able to rush the ball, and it's just going to be uh, a game through the years. So, I mean, I think that favors Dallas, but by more than a touchdown, I, I don't know. I'm with you. Um, okay, let's move on. We got next Sunday, a 1 o'clock game. We got the Bills visiting the New York Jets at MetLife Stadium. We got the Jets getting 13 points at home, uh, 47 on the total. No picks on this. I actually did have Buffalo in there. I did take it away. Um, I just, I mean, they're, they didn't look great last week. They didn't look good at all. Um, lost nine to six against Andy's Jaguars. Um, yes, sir. Look, look at the, the pure. Let's go. The raw emotion. <laughs> Let's go. All right. Since we're talking about this, though, I must mention that the Manning cast curse is alive and well. Uh, yeah. We didn't seem to think it was going to hold up last week, but it ended up holding up. Josh Allen did lose to the Jags. He was on the Manning cast. Um, I should have done my research to see who's going to be on it the next time. I don't think there is a Manning cast this week, right? 
No, there is a Manning cast. Uh, there I is? Just, I just don't know uh, who the guests are going to be. Keep it on though. Yeah, I don't know if they uh, release the guests early or if it's just kind of a surprise, but we will figure it out. Regardless, there's no picks. I would lead in the Bills. I don't know if you guys are with me on that, but we don't have to waste a lot of time here. I mean, I, I had the Jets in there. Jets are supposed to start Mike White. Um, I mean, listen, for what it's worth, Mike White looked good for a solid series until he broke his hand or whatever it was. Um, I would really just hate to be the Jets, to be honest with you. Yeah, just, the Bills just lost a terrible game to Jacksonville in 6-9, six, 9-6. Six great score by the way but other than that i just wouldn't want to be on the receiving end of what the bills are going through in practice in film and they might just go out there and just lay it all on them what i just don't feel comfortable taking that high i agree all right um let's move on to the next sunday one o'clock game we got the cleveland browns visiting the new england patriots uh, i got the patriots at minus one and a half total set at 45 we got two picks on this Opposite sides. Um, I'm on one of them. Andy's on the other. Andy, I'll let you take the stage here, and then I'll butt in because I, mine's kind of just a gut feel pick. I don't really have, <clears throat> excuse me, much behind it. Aside, I mean, I'm looking for backups to kind of step up for my pick. So I'll let you take the stage and see what happens. Yeah, the Patriots right now. This might not be right or accurate, so don't quote me on it. But I believe it's a five-game winning streak. I think that Belichick has officially found out how to use Mac Jones exactly the same way that Tom Brady has played there, where it's check down, check down, run, 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 check down, check down, touchdown. And it's just, it's been working for them. I think Cleveland is shaky for the most part. I did really like them a lot going into the beginning of the season. They are a better team without Odell, but I don't know. I just think the Patriots are going in the right direction right now. Mac Jones is doing a hell of a job for him. And I think it could be enough to hold out that low spread. So I'm on the opposite side. Um, I know there's some uncertainty with Nick Chubb. Odell Beckham just got released and cleared waivers. He's now a free agent. Um, we saw a couple of weeks ago when both Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb were out that um, oh, I'm forgetting his name. Dearness Johnson stepped in. I picked them up that day. I think it was a Thursday night game. It went absolutely ballistic, probably like 140, 150 all-purpose yards, maybe even more, closer to 200. Um, but, I mean, Mano's not with us today, but I guess I'll give him props. You can put anybody back there behind a good offensive line, and that's good. They just um, locked up Batonio and Wyatt Teller on that offensive line to longer team deals, so they're really focusing in on that in Cleveland. Um, I just think that – their game plan isn't going to change. Obviously, Nick Chubb is one of the best runners in the league, if not the best downhill back in the league. Um, I don't know. I just feel like Cleveland's going to be able to get this done. I'm not 100% sold on New England. They are home. It's not going to be easy. I think the spread is probably pretty accurate, but I think New England, or Cleveland will uh, take this in the end. Definitely want to give a little counter to that since we're battling with each other right now. Totally. I also feel like the Patriots have been playing somewhat better defense throughout the games have been going on. I think that Baker relies so heavily on a strong run game where if he doesn't have one of his three parent monsters that are in the backfield now, if they're not running all over the field, I think that takes away and hurts Baker a lot. So if the Patriots can also stop that or at least slow it down and then get points on the board after a quick stop, then I think that's why another reason why I'm going with the Pats and that. Yeah. I mean, I can definitely see your point playing out. I just happen to be on the other side. So well, I guess we'll see. Uh, let's move on to another pretty 
ugly game, I guess you would say. We got the Detroit Lions. It's 1 p.m. Visiting the Pittsburgh Steelers. We got the Steelers at minus eight and a half. Total set at 42 and a half. We have two picks on this, myself and Mano, who's not here. Uh, Mano's on Detroit, so I guess I'll just speak on this game a little bit. I'm on Pittsburgh. Uh, I just think that they're a much better team. Their defense is like a legit solid NFL defense, um, and their offense does have the ability to put up points. Detroit's an abysmal team. I bet them against uh, Philly a couple of weeks ago. Said they were mm-hmm. going to win. Never again. Um, now I'm going to fade them, and I'm just going to go on Pittsburgh. I don't think Pittsburgh's a great team, but I think that they can win this game by 10 at home against Detroit. Hines Field's not an easy place to play, and this should just be a pretty comfortable win for the Steelers. If they can't get this done with 10 points or more, then I'm a little concerned at uh, their ability to threaten in the division in the playoffs this year. But, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I'll, I'll speak for Manor because I, I, I kind of lean Detroit. Um, I don't think – I don't think Pittsburgh's eight and a half points better than, than Detroit, especially offensively. Uh, Pittsburgh's offense has been suspect and their defense has been there. But I mean, even for you figure the total is going to be 42 and a half, you, you know, it's, it's going to be a, a touchdown game. So um, I, I lean Detroit where Mano is. And I can kind of see where he's coming from, even though Detroit's the worst team in the NFL. I mean, I picked Detroit, so I can't fault anybody for uh, seeing some kind of value there. I mean, it's a, it's a lot of points, so we'll see. A lot of points and a low total, and Mano does seem to like that, so I can see why. Um, oh, boy. Here we go. Yeah, I don't know. All right, move on. <laughs> Two. 1 p.m., we got Jacksonville visiting the Indianapolis Colts. Andy's Jacksonville Jaguars are 10.5-point underdogs on the road visiting Indy, uh, 47.5 on the total. Andy's the only one with the pick on it, so – I don't agree with it. I wouldn't touch it, but go for it. Yeah, definitely a tough pick. Might not be my smartest one this week or maybe of this season to say, but I don't know. I feel like they're finally starting to get some type of team chemistry in the locker room where they're buying behind um, Urban Meyer a little bit. He coached a hell of a, that, hell of a game that week. Their defense was really able to dial it up. The Colts are going to have a different attack than the Bills did where – Josh Allen, the bad Josh Allen, he threw 47 times. And I think the Colts are just going to run that ball that much. And if they can stop Jonathan Taylor, which nobody has been able to do, maybe you can pray to God again that this week they can pull another spectacular defensive game out of their out of their batoxes and at least cover, hold 10 points, and praying to hold 10 points. You know, I fault yeah, I guess. I, I can't wait until the year will, where I can talk about the Jacksonville Jaguars as, as a consistent covering team. Um, when they keep keep them. keep thinking that because I've been waiting, I I've been waiting twenty four years of my life for that to be able to happen, and it hasn't even come close yet. Because you figure if this offense is, plays at what it is or it can be, ten and a half should be more than. That. They have a shitty defense, but you should be able to cover ten and a half. If they throw the ball to Visca and James Robinson comes back healthy, who knows? The offense is completely different when James Robinson is on the field. You should have claimed OBJ. No. He would have refused to play without a doubt. Absolutely not. Urban Meyer can't handle whiskey in a bar. He can't handle OBJ in his in his locker room. It's a fair All right, let's move on. Um, we got the New Orleans Saints visiting the Tennessee Titans. we got the Titans at minus three at home, uh, 45 on the total. Two picks on this. Nick and I are both on the same side. Um, I feel like I've spoken a lot, and this is your first pick, so go for it. 
Let's hear it. Um, Tennessee's by far the better team. Uh, their defense has recently showed up, which it kind of showed up out of nowhere. And on their offense, they was able to, to move to the ball um, against the Rams last week without Derrick Henry, which is very impressive. Um, I just think the Titans are on a roll. They're probably the hottest team in the AFC. And New Orleans, I'm not sold with Trevor Simeon. If Trevor Simeon, he got cut from a team for a reason. Um, you're still starting to back a quarterback, and Kamara's hurt. So uh, I really don't know why this line is the way it is. It's a little fishy. I don't know if Tennessee got a, a cupcake next or, or if they got something going on in bye week. I don't know. Um, but Tennessee at home with three points, they got it at two and a half. Um, three, three is even better. I mean, I would even take this up to almost a full touchdown to the hook with six and a half. Um, Tennessee's the better team. They're giving Tennessee at home. I mean, I totally agree. I, I just think this line is a little fishy. I don't – I mean, I think the total is probably a little bit accurate. I would even lean under. I feel like this is going to be pretty interesting. The Saints have a good run defense. The Titans are obviously without Derrick Henry, so it's going to force Ryan Tannehill to actually make some plays. But, yeah, like you said, the Saints' offense is sputtering, and they're just not going to really be able to put up points. I like the Titans. They've been on a roll the last couple of weeks. So let's not waste any more time. I'm going to take the Titans minus three. Moving on, we have the Tampa Bay Bucks visiting the Washington football team. We got the football team plus nine and a half at home, 51 and a half. No picks on this. You guys got anything? I like Washington. Interesting. Why do you like Washington? Because I was going to say I would take the Bucks in that situation. This, I would is have a, this, this is a game where I think Tampa Bay wins the whole game, but it's, it's going to be like a, anywhere between a field goal to a touchdown game the whole time. Um, but Tampa Bay is going to be by far, you know, the better team here. Um, so I think Washington gives me a sneaky backdoor. I, I really, Tyler Haneke showed out against this team last year. Maybe Tampa Bay's got more tape on him this year, but um, I'll buy into the Washington Magic at home. Sure, why not? little revenge game. Yeah, my, maybe. All right, next game. Also no picks on it, but we have the Carolina Panthers visiting the Arizona Cardinals. It's actually the first 4 o'clock game of the week. We got the Cardinals minus 10, 44 and a half. I would assume Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins are expected back. Um, this is a pretty big spread, but then again, I don't know. Even if they're out, I could see why the Cardinals' defense would kind of command this kind, of, this big of a spread. I don't think it would be this big, um, which is why it leads me to believe that they are going to be back. But the Panthers haven't been great. Nobody's got a pick. You guys got any insight on this before we move on? Over. Over? What is it? What do we got? 44 and a half. Give me over. That's really not a bad option at all. I like. I that think the Cardinals that are going to score at least twenty of those points. So you just hope that they can do something on their end. I don't know who's playing quarterback for the Panthers this week either. So that's why Good I'm not. XFL star PJ Walker. Oh wow, that's interesting. Listen, over forty-four and a half. All right, let's move on. Next four o'clock game. We got the Minnesota Vikings versus the Los Angeles Chargers. Um, Chargers minus three, 52 and a half on the total. We got two picks on this. Nick and Andy uh, both happen to be on the same side. So I will defer to you guys and uh, let us know. Let me know. Tell me, Andy. Tell me something nice. Tell me what's something one. Um, yes, I like, I definitely like the Chargers in this. I just don't think the Vikings are very good. They stay close in a lot of games that they play in, but Kirk Cousins is not a good quarterback. God knows what's going on in their locker room right now with the running back situation and Delvin Cook. He came out to the press today and said that there hasn't been any talks with the team or the NFL if he's going to be able to play on Sunday. So they might be trying to figure that out leading up to the game. 
if he's going to be playing or not, head's not in the right space. I think the Chargers are have to start playing football like they have to prove something because they started off hot as hell and then played a little bit shaky and they just got another good win, another close win. I think it was way too close than it should have been. But I just think they're playing with the chip on their shoulder and they can take advantage of a pretty beat up, not great Vikings team. Uh, with the Vikings, there was some COVID outbreak issue. 29 people were deemed close contact. I, I don't know. Um, as of Wednesday at quarter after seven at night, I, I don't have any other update. But going off of that, if there's a huge COVID outbreak um, and the half the team's not playing, obviously, the Los Angeles minus three is nice. But full strength, I'm still going Los Angeles minus three. LA is the better team. Um, Chargers are a better team overall offensively, defensively than the Minnesota Vikings. I, I I think the Chargers sputtered a little bit a couple of weeks ago where they, they, they couldn't really find their, their offensive um, strides. But I think the win last week, even though it was only a three-point win, um, it was a tough victory. I think I think it took a lot of that Los Angeles Chargers team showed a lot of their grit. Um, I'm overall just going Los Angeles is a better team, or I think they're one of the better teams in the AFC. It's, if it's a, a um, an air raid and everybody got to throw the ball back and forth, I think Los Angeles um, is clearly the better team in the air as well. Los Angeles minus three at home. Yes, sir. Lock it in. Give me All right. Let's go time. First for 25 game, we got the Philadelphia Eagles visiting the Denver Broncos. Got the Broncos minus two and a half, 45 on the total. Uh, three picks on this, the three of us. Um, actually, all separate picks. I'm on Denver. Nick's on the over. Andy's on Philly. Um, since Nick picked against the total, I'll let you go through that. And then I guess we can duke out the sides after that and figure it out. Um, so Philly – it has been turning into more of a high-powered offense where they're trying to make, move the ball through the air. They're fast-paced. They're calling a lot of no huddles. You're seeing J- uh, Jalen Hurts um, rush the ball for 15, uh, 10, anywhere from 10 to 15 times a game. So Philly obviously has some offensive action and their defense is in there. Um, I think the Denver Broncos, especially last week um, <clears throat> against the Cowboys, kind of showed a little bit of a different offensive uh, scheme or offensive play than they usually have. Usually they're running the ball back and forth doing this and that. Um, but Teddy Two Wells is kind of slinging the ball around last week, and, and I'm going to go off of both of these offenses kind of operating on another gear, and I think 45 is, is an easy total. You can easily see a 28-21 game here, um, something along those lines, and you're covering the over. So um, I think both of your reasonings for your your respective teams is going to be a good shout and uh, back up. I pick a little bit more here. Yes. Uh, Andy, you want to take it? Yeah, sure. I bet on the Eagles last time I was on. I definitely didn't win that. I don't think I looked too good for me picking the Eagles to, the Eagles to cover that spread either. But I kind of think the Broncos win last week against the the, um, the Cowboys was a little bit smoke and mirrors. I Teddy Two Gloves is playing good football again, apparently. They have no Von Miller on defense this time. But I think Philly is the tougher team where they can punch him in the mouth a little bit. And I think Teddy Two Gloves might fold in that type of situation. I don't know. I think can go, I think can honestly go either way. I think the over is a great pick because it's definitely two better offenses as compared to defenses playing in this game. But I think I think Philly can tough it out for them. I definitely don't hate your reasoning behind it. And Kind of like the other game that we were going back and forth on. I forget which game it was. It was. Pats. 
Yeah, Pats Cleveland. I feel like this game is kind of similar. Like, if you take the overall feel of the game, I just I feel like it'll be pretty slow and slower paced, I guess, less possessions. Um, Philly's going to want to keep the ball on the ground. They've been doing that. Um, and then, I mean, whether that's through the running backs or Jalen Hurts, um, they'll do that. But Denver has a good run defense. I feel like, I mean, it's been mentioned a couple of times, Teddy Two Gloves is having a great year. Uh, it's mile high is a pretty hard place to play. Philly's coming in there. Um, it is a four o'clock game. I mean, the traveling effect doesn't really work so much when you're going east to west, but I don't know. This is just a close spread. I feel like Denver has one. I mean, they have one, two games. I feel like they're on a roll and they're going to be able to do this. Were you going, were you going for a little, the little high elevation in Denver or might throw off the Eagles a little bit? I just feel like it's not easy for anybody. That's not my sole like reasoning for it, but I, I just feel like Denver is a solid team. Not great, not bad. Philly is probably in the same ballpark. I think they're worse than Denver, obviously, but um, I think Denver gets it done. Yeah. Gross. All right, let's move on. Uh, last 425 game on Sunday, we got the Seahawks visiting the Green Bay Packers. Got the Packers at minus three and a half, total set at 49 and a half. Uh, Mano is the only pick on this. He's got Green Bay. You guys got anything on this? Yeah, I got Green Bay. I don't know, just to be different, I would kind of say Seahawks. Russ's first game back, he's going to come back like an absolute madman. Rodgers probably isn't playing again, and Jordan Love did not look good at all in his debut as a starter. And I just – who knows? Let's go. I would go throw a, throw some money on Green Bay, cover three and a half on that. Well, yeah, okay. I'm well, not Green Bay, Seattle. Well, if we're talking about Aaron Rodgers now playing in the NBA, I think Green Bay plus three and a half is easy. I'm assuming he's going to play. So I think Green Bay minus three and a half. Give it to me. I agree. Just too much uncertainty with Aaron Rodgers. And I feel like if Aaron Rodgers doesn't play, Seattle. If he plays, Green Bay. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's why we gamble. Okay. Uh, Let's move on to Sunday night. We got the Kansas City Chiefs visiting the Las Vegas Raiders. Got the Raiders plus two and a half at home at Allegiant Stadium. Uh, 52 and a half on the total. We got Nick and Mano, both of the same pick. Mano, obviously, not in attendance today. So, Nick, let's hear it. Why it's it's got to be Kansas City. Um, I don't know, I man. They scored 20 against the Giants and 13 against Green Bay. I know. I know. I know. I know. Tough sledding over there in KC right now. It's 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 bad. Um, Mahomes, is, it seems like he's forcing the ball. I've bet against Kansas City a couple of times this year. But this – I look at this and I'm like, there's no way they push this game. But there's no way – there's no way. Um, I'm just waiting for Kansas City to kind of explode. And who better to explode against than their uh, their divisional conference rival? And I think Las Vegas is kind of kind of all thrown back, especially getting hit with the Henry Ruggs news and then uh, with the Damon Arnett news that's going on. Um Getting roughed up by the big bad Giants last week. Getting roughed up by the Giants, losing Gruden. Obviously, there, there there's some there's something going on in that Vegas locker room, and whether you know Derek Carr is the leader or not, I don't think it matters. And um, I think Kansas City walks in and, and Andy Reid walk in and they say, you know what, I'm, I'm fucking sick and tired of so this. Just whip it out and just drop it on the table. And say, here you go, look at this thing. Um, drop a forty piece on their head and it's forty to fourteen and the game's over. Uh, give me Kansas City on the road. Um, the better team overall, okay, maybe not. Their defense is, is trash. Um, but if it's a shootout, give me Kansas City. I want Kansas City. Give me, give me Bengals, Kansas City. 
Can't I agree with that. Andy, you got anything? No, not necessarily. I'm staying away from this game for a reason. I personally don't like the Raiders. I think the Chiefs can do exactly what Nick said, so I'm just leaving that one alone, going to forget about it. I think it's only got to be a matter of time before this offense just puts up 40 and it's – it makes you, you know. I feel like that's been the subject of discussion with the Chiefs for the last four weeks is it can't happen again, and then it happens again. And then you say it can't happen again, and then it happens again. So it's, it's can't tough. Happen. Can't happen again. And is it going to happen again? I guess we're going to have to find out. All righty. Last game of the day. Let's move on. We have the Los Angeles Rams visiting the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, the Rams are four-point favorites on the road, total set at 49.5. We got three picks on this. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Myself, Nick, and Mano, all on the same team. I'm going to just uh, – I'm going to take the reins on this one. Yeah, I mean, listen, we're all I at least the best team in the NFC. I don't like that everybody still thinks that the 49ers are good. They're not a good football team. I'm sorry. Like, they have the allure. They have Kyle Shanahan kind of just, like, holding them up like this. You, like Kyle Shanahan is removed. That is a really, really bad football team, I, I would say. Um, so the Rams are just really good. They're the complete polar opposite of the 49ers. They're going to go into San Francisco. They're going to win this game. And that's pretty much it. This is a fade against San Francisco. I don't think Vegas respects them. Well, I think they respect them too much. Um, and this line is way too good. Um, like I, I think, yeah, I mean, I think they they value the divisional the divisional rivalry plus the home field um, because I think if, if the Rams are home, it's got to be at least six and a half. Um, but I think because Niners are home, it's a little different. But um, you got to figure this is barely even a road game for the Rams. Last week they played at home in Los Angeles, and now the week after you got to go on the road to San Francisco. You're only traveling what, two hours away, whatever. Um, so you figure Los Angeles is feeling pretty well rested. They got beat the hell up last week against Tennessee. Obviously, they're pissed off. Um, Los Angeles is expected to get Von Miller this week. So, God, throw that person, throw Von and and, and Donald and Jimmy G's face and tell me what you're going to get. Um, it's it's going to be gross, and, and I think they're going to be all over the run game. Um, Los Angeles is the best team in the NFC, arguably the best team in the NFL. They have the most talent on both sides of the football. Cooper Cup is an MVP candidate. So is Matt Stafford, for that matter. Um, their defense is full of studs, and you cannot say enough about Sean McVay. Um, I think the, the, the 49ers are decent. They're not good enough, and I think the four is, is, a, is a wacky spread here, and I think Vegas is favoring too much on the divisional rivalry and the home field advantage. Uh, Los Angeles is the better team. They're pissed off again after a loss last week. Um, I, I think they take this one by at least a touchdown. I mean, come on. I really do think so. It should be. It should be. It, it's not. And again, I, I hope it's Vegas saying, listen, Niners are playing at home and in a tough divisional road matchup on a Monday night prime time. Let me give you a couple extra points. Um, but I mean, it's the fucking Rams, man. <laughs> what? Yeah, they're really good. And the Rams had a down week last week. So maybe that's factoring into this, but I still think they're just as good as everybody thinks they are. Yeah, I think I just, they're good. I just don't get what people see in the 49ers. Like, what's there? Like what are we? What do we keep going back to with them? It's I just don't. I don't see minor defense like it was, you know, five years ago, two years ago, before their bad. entire team tore their ACL and haven't looked the same since. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. I don't think Jimmy G is worth any points anyway. So fade that in. I agree. All right, that's it. Wraps up our week ten episode. Any closing remarks before I? Drop the socials and sign us off. 
Dick, um, thanks for hosting today. You know, may, maybe I'll see you up there again sometime. I hope so. I mean, hey, look, this week I probably feel the best about my picks, which means it could go. Mm. I could be riding the hot hand from week ten, or what is I wonder, it? I wonder, I, wonder how many, I wonder how many tracks you could play of, you, of yourself saying that. Saying, oh, probably a lot if I went back. Honestly, I'm not gonna lie. Did we ever give out? A, did we ever give out a free, uh, free sweatshirt, free T-shirt to anybody? Did anything come with that? One was paying attention. We didn't, we didn't get any, any mentions. Pretty much. Mm. All right. Come well, on, guys. Free merch. Get it together, people. Them peeps, yo. Here, how about this? I'll make it so easy for anybody. If you hear me say this, tweet at Caps on Sports. Hello, I want a Caps on Sports sticker. Anybody that tweets it to me will get a sticker. Tweet that to me. I'll mail it out. It'll be good. I can't promise the sweatshirt. Tweet. That could get a little expensive because there's not much to do for this. Maybe we'll do a sweepstakes or something like that. But tweet, sticker. tweet. I think a sticker works. Tweet, tag me, Caps on Sports. Um, I want a sticker. I think that's good enough. I want. I mean, I want a sticker. Can I get? Can I get in this raffle for a sticker? It's also on the website if anybody wants to buy it. I'm pretty sure they're like two ninety nine or something like that. Oh, okay. That's still regardless. But free is so much better. Everything is better in life. I agree. If it's free, it's for me. And all you have to do is tag uh, Caps on Sports on Twitter in a single tweet saying, I want a sticker. Um, so enough sticker talk. Um, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, our website, um, Caps on Sports on everything, www.capsonsports.com. Aside from that, um, that's pretty much it. Week 10 in the books. Um, well, not yet. Our picks are in the books. The episode is about to be in the books. For myself, Nick Tobias, and Andrew Felice, we'll see you next week.